Welcome back to the paddock. The season is winding down, but we're back on the official podcast of the Georgia Tech Premier League. I'm your host, David, and I'm here with my co-host, Anil. Anil, how are you doing today? Just a couple more weeks. Just got to survive. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's starting to wind down. It's kind of crazy. I feel like a ton of stuff happened since the last time we talked. But I think the first thing that we need to start with is a little celebration. Brittany Griner's coming home. Cue, cue the Skylar Gray. Let's play it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was excited to see this news. Uh, we don't want to see anyone wrongfully detained for... It was only two cartridges. Yeah. I found out it was only two cards. I have like five on me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm glad she's coming home. I mean, if I'm honest, I don't give a shit about the WNBA, but don't want to see people locked up. Um, I was thinking about it, and you know, I was like, Future got locked up in Dubai for 56 nights. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, though his DJ did. Oh, and he he made the beats, or he came up with the beats. Yeah, when he was what was there. his name? DJ Esco. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then he became like this Wait, little dancer. So did he? He took the. Uh... I don't think Future was even involved. Future wasn't even there. No, it was DJ Esco. So he DJ Esco was in Dubai, got locked up. He he took the he, he took, took the, the char. L. He took the L, <laughs> and he came up with some of the greatest beats. Of all time, and came back, and Future killed it. That's how. That's how the story goes. That's how the tale goes. So then, what is Brittany Griner going to do when she gets back? Playing she was the- over there for a while. Yeah, she's going to play in the NBA now. It's going to cross over to one of the other sports. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, the first thing she did when she got home was get high. I promise, <laughs> that's exactly what she did. She was like, holy, she's like, she's going to smoke and be like, what the fuck was all that? (laughs) She, what she needs to do is take a little sabbatical, go out there with Austin, Colorado. Where do they always train at? Salt Lake City or some shit? Breckenridge. Oh, yeah. I guess that's not Colorado. Wherever the Denver, Aspen, whatever it is, wherever the U.S. Winter Olympics team is, she needs to go there. You get like a bobsled or skeleton. I know she would kill it, and then she can just be like a beast. It would be like the greatest comeback story ever. <laughs> I think that's what she. Needs I want to see what she says. I want to see if she's going to be extremely respectful. I expect that's what's going to happen, or is she going to be like that was fucked up? You know, I'm just wonder if she's going to talk about it. I hope it's the latter. I don't know. I don't know. She's probably scared as shit now about Russia. Yeah, she's she not def- gonna fuck around. She's definitely not going back over there to <laughs> never again. Uh, FC Moscow or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they were paying her like one mil a year, though. Dude, it's more than her WNBA contract, I think. It's it definitely up. was. <laughs> it's fucked up. WNBA, I, I don't know. I was watching something. They don't even make money. In WNBA. 
yeah, yeah. like they they're like an they're like a little like they're like a lost leader yeah <laughs> or not even a leader i don't even know what you call it they're a tax break for the fucking nba is what it is probably probably um what else happened we're finally over the uh political cycle hump god those fucking ads dude my phone is jacked up from all of the texts and like random calls i was getting over the past week my god warnock wouldn't leave me alone he really wouldn't he was on herschel they didn't spend enough money herschel's team fucked up they didn't spend like they barely any money he it was all warnock ads warnock texts warnock phone calls he had that shit on lock. Yeah, I think that after it went to a runoff, he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> He's like, this but, shit ain't over yet. <laughs> but the Dems have the had the majority anyways, is what I read. So I don't it this is just like a cherry <clears throat> on top, basically. It, it wasn't important. Uh it was still kind of a big deal, but I don't know. We don't have to get into the minutia of the politics. Okay. Um all right, we had a kind of epic week in the GTPL. I think the the biggest news from this past weekend was little Joe getting eliminated from the playoffs. Um, I think he had it, a decent team. I really thought he had to do. Where did it go wrong? Did he just get wrong matchup, wrong time? Well, he played me twice this season. And I gave him two L's. Hold so on, that... I gotta pause you. I'm sorry. I've just got an update. Josh Jacobs suffered a hand injury, and he's gone into the locker room. Dang, Darren, we're thinking about you. Thoughts we and thoughts you. and we prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Send him some flowers after the call. But who does he have a a good uh good depth? He's got depth for days. I know that for a fact. <laughs> oh, he can just slot Aaron Jones casually. Yep. That's disgusting. He's built, he's built for injuries. He welcomes injuries. Wait, and he is Jonathan Taylor? What the? <laughs> <laughs> he's got Chubb, Jacobs, Jones, and Taylor. How did this happen, dude? Why did I just send him flowers? He's all taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm Good not sending that shit anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know what happened with Lil Joe. He uh he just he had always one has of those... a decent team, but you know, it just it, the the moon didn't line up this time. Or the saying goes, the stars didn't line up, but stars don't line up. I don't know why they fucking talk about that shit. Should be about the moon. Yeah, I guess Keenan Allen, but he traded for him. Yeah, everyone wanted a stack. Dang, he had Hopkins. He had a good team. Oh, you know who it was. You know where it all fell apart. Where? Kamara was trash this year. Oh yeah, he was not good. What happened to him, dude? I think that uh, the coach just doesn't up. know what he's doing, or he's used up. They don't throw yeah. to him anymore. What if he comes to Atlanta? He could just jettison CP. <laughs> Appreciate you. 
the problem with Patterson is that like every year all the analysts are gonna be like, Oh, he's really old. Like he's not gonna, you know, he's he's gonna lose a step. And so, like, even if he in finished this this season and like we look back and we're like, wow, he had another great season. Next year they're gonna be dogging him again. And of they're, they're probably right. I mean, I'm sure the Falcon staff feels like that way too. That's why you they want- got all these other running backs. Exactly. But he runs so violently, you got to keep him until his wheels fall off. Yeah. I mean, he straight bullies some folks. Yeah. Um, Circling back to little Joe. So he crashes out, and then we had the whole debacle with him dropping Saquon. Do you have any additional thoughts on that whole scenario? I I do have some additional thoughts, and... I think that I want to provide a nice, warm holiday spirit to this league instead of the Grinch. Mm -hmm. And even though I was penalized for the exact same thing with with an egregious (laughs) fine, an egregious punishment, I am in favor of reducing his fine so long as he thanks me in the chat <laughs> because I'm the reason that this is going to happen. So, Wait, so you're, you were the, down to the 10, you were the champion of, you know, putting him up on the wall for his stunt with Saquon. And now you're, because you can't, you started pulling fines out of your ass. Like, Oh, Max, this, you were going to like start charging my credit card and shit. That's how you were. What? Was not, With yeah, your situation? Yeah, it was you, just such a different situation, dude. Dirty. And now you want to try to rewrite history and say that you were joking as well. Get out yeah, of here. I, I, have, I have a different sense of humor than everyone. <laughs> and so now we're going to start critiquing everyone's fucking comedy. Fine. Uh, this is all just a joke, a big joke to you. It is a joke. I, it's, I a, act. it's a dark I comedy. Act. I fucking act. I should get a fucking award. Well, you gotta take take play the part. You when the shoe drops, you gotta you know take your medicine. <laughs> it's part of the bit, right? It might be. You were uh, you were talking a lot of shit this week, this past weekend, and I still think I, it comes out as a success. It's not the result we wanted, but I got I crossed stuff checked off a lot of boxes on that. I crippled you. I dragged you in the mud. <laughs> you didn't do anything. And we fought and we fought in the dirty trenches. And you may have won, but you came away wounded. Scathe. That's exactly um, what I wanted. Um what are, what were your thoughts this season on the commissioner's cup? I you're asking the wrong guy. I, I it's cool. You checked out like week four or something. Well, it's cool that it's there, but the trophy means way more. Oh yeah, of course. And that's just we're not we're not playing for the commissioner's cup. You know, so like for me, it was just like a little thing that's getting tracked on the side. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it was nice for you. I mean, you don't you you. It's too hard for you to give an opinion. Oh, uh, I mean, I wrapped it up. The it was, you know, by week eight, we all knew who was going to get first in it. But I think, you know, you, oh my gosh, Baker just aired it out. 
Oh, Dude. he got the pastor interference call. Wow. Some receiver you never heard of. Atwell. Oh, two, two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wrapped it up really quickly, but there's still a battle for for third place going into the final week. I think it's it's exciting. I mean, it's kind of similar to Formula One in that, you know, for at least for a long time, I don't know about this season, like Mercedes was just so dominant that it it's was really same, just a same thing happening, just different team. Yeah. Now so, it's Red Bull. Red Bull. Did you keep up with the season at all? I, I tried to, and I watched, I think I watched four races in total. And but I kept up with the app, like I got notifications of all the results and shit and watched highlights. Mm-hmm. The honestly, if that documentary didn't exist, I don't know how people watch this shit. <laughs> maybe, really? maybe going in person's fun because there's just like a party surrounding it. But watching this shit on TV is not that fun. Is what is the commentary not that good? Or like it, well, it, the commentary is whatever, but like you're just you know, like they they shift between different battles, and it's not always the one that you care about. Um, there's always a safety car because Latifi's fucking crashing out, <laughs> guaranteed to crash out. I mean, he it got so bad. I think he he quit like with the, like three races left, and they just brought in somebody else because he was just so bad. But there's always a safety car, um, you know, and it's just like little things like that. It's like I. It's too hard to tell how like exciting the race is, I think, is the problem. Mm. So the I must just stick to the documentary. Just wait. Know, just just enjoy it through the uh curated narration. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have I still haven't watched a single like actual yeah. live race. Yeah, this shit comes yeah. on too early in the morning, too. It's like I'm not trying to do all that. Because they're in where like as as Uzbekistan and like all yeah yeah we're in Baku Baku for the (laughs) F one for the F one Grand Prix (laughs) places you never places you never heard of. Uh, we we got some other uh, really exciting news today, uh, Falcons related. I think we should go ahead and bring our guest in um, to discuss it. I don't think this is the first time we've ever done this, but we're going back to back. Keller, welcome back onto the pod. Hey, how's it going? Good to be back. Uh, doing well. We um we got the news today that the Falcons are moving on from Mariota, and Desmond Ritter will be starting from here on out. Um, Keller and Anil, what were your immediate reactions to this? I was just thinking if Mariota was on like the plane back to Hawaii when he found out. (laughs) I mean, where else is he going to go vacation? I'm not even trying to be like racist. I'm just thinking, where else is he going to go? Of course, he's going to go to Hawaii. And Mm -hmm. did Art choose to kind of tell him like on the flight? I want to know. I want to know how he delivered the news to him. Mm -hmm. But secondly, do you think he knew after last game? I mean, there's no way he exuded confidence in that locker room anymore. The defense, as bad as we are, I mean, we get bullied. We we get out physical. Every this has been a story for years, but once again, we get out physical. 
But the difference is that we concede mostly field goals and not as many touchdowns. As bad as the defense is uh, at the talent level, overall, they've done more than enough outside of the Cincinnati game. That's just one game. Outside of that one, the other 12, they've done more than enough to give us a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. And it just comes down to, can you play good as an offense in the fourth quarter? That's all that's being asked at this point, if we want to win games. And this, I mean, this is pretty special. Either this guy is going to be like an amazing perennial backup, like Chase Daniel or Case Keenum or some shit like that, or he's the next Tom Brady (laughs) because I read the scouting report. I read the scouting report again, and here's what they say. They say he did great on the measurables. Okay. Mm -hmm. Brady didn't have good measurables. Actually, he did great in the interviews. Brady did great in the interviews. They said his deep ball could be slightly inconsistent at times. He says that everything that he does, it's, it doesn't look anything amazing, but it's the efficiency, the timing, the rhythm, the consecutive pass victories. When you make completion after completion and it looks like you're getting better, they say that's what Ritter has. And that's exactly what I see out of Tom Brady. So That scouting report sounds more like uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, no, no, don't say that. Don't say that. He's either Tom Brady or he's Chase Daniel. It's one of the two. There's no, there's no in between here. Is he super athletic? Like, can he scramble? Can he run? Is he going to be like one pass time at the, stuff? He had the fastest time at the combine for a quarterback in his draft class. Malik Willis did not run. He had the highest broad jump which is a measure of explosion. He had the highest vertical, which is another measure of explosion. So he's got an athletic profile. Is he more athletic than Mariota? He doesn't have the lateral agility of Mariota. You know, when Mariota does a little shake here and there, or he like hops out left, you know, left hop step or right hop step out of the pocket and shit, you're not going to see Ritter do that. Ritter's just got kind of straight line speed, but he's got a he can deliver the ball pretty quickly. And that's his calling card to just be mm-hmm. efficient, be accurate. I mean, it sounds like Matt Ryan, the theoretical Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan, you know, obviously he chokes. I don't know where Matty Ice came from, but he chokes. Mm-hmm. And that I don't think that's what Ritter is. Well, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic and I'm trying to savor this moment. It almost feels like, you know, that feeling at the beginning of the season, beginning of a fantasy season where like, you know, it's a fresh start. You don't have any losses. Like you think about, you think about where the ceiling is. I'm that's where I am right now. And I feel like in a couple of weeks, I'm going to feel a lot worse. And so I'm trying not to be negative, but. That's kind of where I am. And uh, I don't know. Well you're, well, you're gaming the bracket, so uh, you shouldn't be too worried. What what bracket? 
What do you mean, what bracket? Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So it's poor gamesmanship. Uh, it's poor gamesmanship. It's allowed. I, I'm not saying it's not allowed, but it's poor gamesmanship. You're better than that. There are two scenarios here. Okay, both of these scenarios were assuming that Austin loses to Darren this week. Scenario scenario one is Darren wins and I beat JP. In that case, Darren gets the second seed and uh, JP will then face either Larry or Keller. It's likely that he'll beat either of them, but there's a chance that one of them could upset him and then I would face them in the second round. Larry's right. tough. Larry's tough. He has his weeks, right? He has many weeks. He's always in the match. So that's that's scenario one, which is basically JP gets the third seed and there's a chance that he gets upset by the lower the lowest seed. Because scenario two is I unintentionally lose to to JP this week and Darren wins um and Darren still wins JP gets the second seed and now Darren has to play an extra game in the playoffs right and so is is it better focus, can we focus on the word unintentional yeah okay what does that mean Unintentional. I'm not. Listen. I'm not trying. No. What is the intent? What does intent mean? Intent. Yes. Uh, I. I. There's purpose behind. uh, There's purpose behind your starter decisions, and that's a fact. Yeah. Well. Okay. This is my thinking going into this week, right? I just came off a week. No, I've cornered him, Keller. I've got him behind (laughs) the fucking wall. Look at him. Look at him squirming. No, this is my thought. My thought process was last week I started all my studs and a bunch of them got hurt and people were clowning me for it. you think that they're going to rest on your bench? No, obviously they're not going to rest because they're going to play. But this is an opportunity for me to prove to myself that I can beat anyone with any of the players on my team. And so... What in the world does that prove? That I have the depth to to win in what? this league. I don't know. I don't David, know. David going is gonna on. overthink himself out of this championship. It's bad <laughs> karma. I mean, let's see. I mean, you have every right to start whoever I want, right? But but the gamesmanship doesn't go unnoticed by the other owners, and you just had to eat that. You just had to eat that it's a stain on your record. You know what? People can think whatever they want about me, but at the end of the day, if I Big win, stain. if I win the championship, I don't give a shit how I got there. Legally, of course. Well, see, what, <laughs> what in the world does that mean? Look, I'm not going to cheat. Some people in this league would cheat to win. I'm not going like to cheat. Who? Like who? Like little Joe. How would Little Joe cheat to win? What would he do? Little Joe. The most would... cheating is getting Travis Kelsey on the number one team. That's the only cheat code. <laughs> I'm excited for when that pays off. Uh, Little Joe has 
multiple times expressed that he will do whatever it takes to win. Can already imagine that like week six. That's just the Boston mentality. That week 16 game where Travis Kelsey catches like a third down, converts it, and then like you see like this like little limp. And they're like, oh, oh, what's going on here? Well, he goes into the locker room. <laughs> and then Eric Gray comes in. And then little Joe, or not little Joe, and then Big Joe's furiously typing in the chat, throwing gifts and shit around. <laughs> Big Joe, I just have something to say to you. Get off my dick, man. Is he making the playoffs? He is. Right? Yeah, he locked it in. I think it's just Larry and I right now. Larry's fought real hard this year. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? Like, talk shit about my team before the games even start. I haven't even finished setting my lineup. You you put in Jameson Williams. He caught zero balls yesterday or he last a, week. He had a target. Matt Collins is about to get a touchdown. How is it still 13-3 and it's the fourth quarter? What the fuck happened here? As you have Derek Carr against Baker Mayfield. Why does why do I keep getting tweets like, oh my god, Devontae Adams? Here it is. Play action. They gave it to him. To Jacobs. Who'd they give it to? Jacobs? Yeah. So he's back alive and fine. Yeah, but there was a couple plays ago where he was grabbing his wrist again. Then why are they playing him? He's still, he's like wincing and like shaking his hand. They're being stupid, man. They don't know what they're doing. They're literally zooming in on his hand right now. Why does Devontae Adams only have three catches? I don't know, but he had a great catch earlier. Yeah, they, I caught like three tweets about that shit. They're literally zooming in on Josh. Oh, they Damn. taped up. They taped up his pinky and his ring finger. Yo, the Rams look like, the roster looks like complete trash. How did they win the Super Bowl last year? I'm confused. They just spammed Cooper Cup. See, this shouldn't work. That's not supposed to work. All right, what else do we want to talk about? Is there anything else of note? Heller didn't say a word about Ritter. All right, I got I got some thoughts on Ritter, so we can circle back on that. Number one, Anil, you were a lot of the metrics that you were throwing off seem like vanity metrics to me. Um, I feel like you're trying to hype him <laughs> up. I feel like you're trying to hype him up for metrics that just don't matter. Uh, like I don't think Drew Brees has explosive verticals. I don't think that uh, Tom Brady would like qualify for any of those metrics you were looking at. I think. I'm actually happy though that Ritter's coming in towards the end of the season. I know you were pushing for him really early, but I was actually trying to look this up before uh, this pod to see if there's any statistical significance for letting someone sit an entire season. So an example is like Mahomes got a ton of reps under Alex Smith to actually come out and be a good quarterback. Meanwhile, every quarterback that goes to like the Jets or Cleveland essentially gets trashed within six games right so i just didn't want ritter to be that but what's funny is i don't think there's a statistical significance to it i think the outcome of a quarterback is kind of independent whether or not they sit out the entirety of the first season what i do think has significance is if the team they're coming into 
A is shitty, but B, it's like, what are their expectations? So I think it's better for Ritter to come in now where it's like, all right, we exhausted Mariota. There's, it's only uphill for Ritter. If he had come in at like, you know, maybe the week three, I think it would have been a big, a, dip, a different story. So I'm rooting for a success for sure. But so I don't are, you, Go ahead. are you saying that your research though kind of says if he sat an entire season, that really wouldn't have altered his career versus if he had started in the season? Yeah, it seems um, you'll have people from both sides that start as rookies and are successful or that sit out the season are successful. But I think it has to do more with the quarterback, obviously. But um, I think initially I was under the impression that sitting your promising rookie quarterback to give him time to like learn the books rather than just throwing them in the fire is a, is a better option. That's why I've been pushing to like keep Mariota as long as we can on the field. It's like, we're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Well, okay. We're kind of rebuilding, but like maybe it's good for Ritter to actually, he's not getting reps on the field, but he's learning from Mariota as you go. And that, that was my impression. If we take the top 12 quarterbacks, per regular season and go all the way back to 2008 and we filter out the first round draft picks like the ones that are automatically forced into starting early because of their draft capital spent if we take the first round picks out i find it hard to believe that there was a top 12 quarterback that was not a first round pick that didn't win their job in their rookie season. And I think about people like Russell Wilson. That 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 to me is a good, he's a great comp. He was a third round pick. He came in, he ended up winning the job in his rookie season. Patrick Mahomes, yes, intentionally, he was a first round pick, so he doesn't even qualify for what I'm saying. But they, he did play two games in their regular season. And they did have this big plan for him. So he he's a little bit of an outlier. But I can't find, in my mind, I can't remember any top 12 quarterback that didn't win their job in their rookie season. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. I mean, I think... I think that's a red flag to me. If you can't win the job in the rookie season, that, to me, that's a red flag. Did Herbert start his first season? Yes. Yeah, but are you saying winning the job from like week one or just winning the job throughout the at, season? At any point in the season. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I think it's okay that Ritter won the job here. I think it was clear too, maybe the last few weeks that Mariota wasn't the answer. Yeah, um, but I'm saying like if he didn't end up starting this season, then the projection for Ritter's ceiling, I think, falls. Ah, okay. Lit, you know? Gotcha. So, so like, you're I'm, saying if you sit that first season and you're not a top round a top you're, first round, top pick, first then, round pick you're, then you're likely not to not be ever going to be a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. So we're happy now. Now we've locked in this higher ceiling. So, so kudos. To Do us. we think that Ritter will be that though? Be what? A top 12 quarterback. That's yeah. That's my, that's my franchise quarterback. quarterback. Top 12 quarterback. There's 32 teams in the league. Do you think the Falcons think that? I don't know what the Falcons think. 
because we went after Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, we, we definitely have our bars set high on what the quarterback position should be. Mm-hmm. So, Kent, before we pivot, since we're talking Falcons, I just want to close out on this point. I was talking to David about this a little earlier. Keller, I need you to bring up Instagram, and I need you to go to our little Falcons group chat, okay? And I want you to click into what Austin sent on Calvin Johnson. And I want you to just watch some of these highlights and focus on Calvin Johnson. And focus on and focus on the opponents. Just swipe through a few of the clips. Yeah, I'm looking at this little. Uh, he looks little... amazing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think his yards after catch are amazing. His deep balls are amazing. But like, even the... right? I don't know what you're trying to. What are you? What are you trying to get at here? <laughs> when I watch these highlights and I see Calvin Johnson next to the defenders. The size difference is insane, okay? But when I look at Kyle Pitts, who has bigger measurables, he looks nothing like what I'm seeing on these clips. And the defenders are the same size. In fact, the defenders now are on average a little bit smaller than what they might have been in 2011. So how is it that when I watch these highlights, I'm like, holy shit, look at how big he is. But when I watch Kyle Pitts, it looks nothing like that. Honestly, I think he looks big just because he creates space. And I bet, I don't know what his wingspan is, but a lot of these grabs, like he's he's reaching. So Kyle Pitts he, has he, a longer wingspan. He's got a he's got an inch and a half on him on the wingspan. Yeah, and he's fair. got five eighths of an inch on him on the height, and he's got six pounds on him. Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. You get different matchups as a tight end. Um, we you you're supposed to get better matchups because you create mismatches, but you're yeah. matched up against bigger guys. Also, bigger dude. Not like if we put them out wide, or... which we do plenty of. True. There's something wrong here. Either the measurables on Calvin Johnson are like completely inaccurate, or Kyle Pitts is lying to me. You think he doesn't look like this? The NBA lies about height, right? Like most people lie an inch or two taller than they actually are, except for maybe Kevin Durant, who wants to be listed under seven feet. Um, you think they do they mess with metrics like that for for measurement? I think they've got to. I think they've got to because there's no way. I mean, I just look at these clips and he looks huge. And when you watch Kyle Pitt clip, he don't he looks like a little bitch. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> God, it's all right. we're gonna out. we're gonna waste his career. It's all right. It's bad too because there's so many people in fantasy that selected Kyle Pitts and like the Falcons just give him such a bad name. Since we we give him, him the target, it's not true. He gets targeted like seventy percent of the routes he runs. Yeah, but we only do like we only throw like 14 times a game or something crazy. He should still be catching them. I mean, well, how does that affect him catching them? Mariota is throwing the ball like 10 feet over his head. He's got an 83-inch wingspan. <laughs> he, that's why we drafted these big-ass guys. 
wasn't when Kyle Pitts was in college, didn't he like not drop a pass for a season or something ridiculous? Um, probably. Speaking of Georgia Tech, that. the the fund apparently we have like a scholarship donation fund. We hit our two point five million goal like extremely quickly, and um, they're raising it to three point five million now. What is the, what is the point that we're gonna get? We're gonna have better recruits, or what? maybe who knows? Uh, I think they're all going to Colorado. <laughs> no one prime. It's not gonna work everywhere. They just think that you can plug and play that shit. Yeah. Do you think he would be qualified? Do you what think, do you Georgia, like, as in, I, I'm gonna say that Georgia Tech historically is a better program than Colorado. Like, do you think that we would look at him as a hire and say, like, he's qualified or we want someone better? Like, we're trying to look for someone better than that. I think we're looking for just like a flashy recruit. I think we're looking for someone cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because we're still paying um, Paul Johnson or or we're still paying paying Paul Hewitt. Paul Hewitt. Paul is Hewitt. that man still getting a check? Stop. He probably is. Uh, I think it was like no. I think it was like something like nine years or something. Dear so God, they gave that man an indefinitely rec- <laughs> like what's it called? It, it would they would they re- would indefinitely re-sign him every single year. What? But but that stopped right it, it, when they fired him. <laughs> What did he do again? Took us to the final four. That's <laughs> it. We're gonna lock you in for life. When did, that, when was our, that was our that was our prime four. time in basketball. When was was that like the early two thousands? Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was early with Jared Jack, and then at the end of his career, he took us. We lost to Ohio State in the Sweet Sixteen, but that was still better than we are now. I I, I saw David went to a game last week, and there were three. Didn't people. we make the Sweet Sixteen last year? Or some shit. We won the ACC championship in COVID. We didn't make the Sweet 16, though, right? No. Okay. We've never made the Sweet 16 with this coach, right? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know why I thought that happened. Because I think all the the hype was around winning the ACC. Yeah, that was a good good story. Yeah, he had a six-year contract with an automatic rollover. How did they negotiate these things? All right. Is that really how that works? Every year it just resigns for another six years? That sounds like your fucking contract is commissioner. I don't have one. I just am. That's disgusting the way you said that. <laughs> if he does win the league, being commissioner and reigning champion might be too If much- I win, I will resign FS commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> But you still have to be maintained as creative lead. No, I'm done. No, I'm going to run off into the sunset. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. The bullet, you've you've never experienced the bullseye on your back. You just don't know. I have a bullseye on my back every year by you. (laughs) Yeah, even more so this year. David does have a bullseye on his back. I think because it's, he's commissioner and no one questions every him. time someone else in the league gets fined, somehow I, I end up with a gun to my head. Why is that? 
I think it's just part of tradition. Like uh, you, you have to eat the shit as commissioner. It, it can't be just a cakewalk. L- Little Joe goes ape shit, drops uh, first round pick. Some somehow I'm getting threats sent to my phone <laughs> because you guys are so slow to like. Whenever whenever Anil tags you like six times and you check your phone, you're like, <laughs> oh man, your heart won't catch me up. It's too much to read through this thread. It's kind of incoherent. So Neil just like, we're doing this no matter what. Because you guys just, you don't understand sometimes. You guys, you guys just have to can, you gotta can, lay down the hammer and you got to lay it down swiftly. Can you give it to us for uh, making a swift decision on that? And uh, yes, yes. Also, like, I think teasing you. that was good. That was good. And I do appreciate Except you're trying to retract it now. No, yeah, I'm retracting because I'm in a holiday spirit. But I, <laughs> Keller, but Keller, it did not go unnoticed. I did notice David, of course, doing his dance. JP sucking his dick, getting in line. But Keller saw JP's reason. ready to like throw in crazy rules or punishments into all this. <laughs> I think JP's got to go. JP <laughs> is ready to like have a revolution and then have like a I don't no. know democratically decided league. I'm the only fair. I I've come to realize that I'm the only one that's fair. Right. I think I think Big Joe, for stuff that he's not involved in, is probably the best voice of reason. For oh Trinity. my gosh, never! If I'm he's involved in it, that statement kidding. retracted. You know the me- like you Aaron. know the meme the meme of LeBron where he's like, oh yeah, like five years ago, I, I you know I was like that Jerry Jones guy. He's probably racist. That's <laughs> Big Joe is that. I uh, just remember last year when Big Joe blew up because he's like, it's like week 13, and Joe's like, we should we should move the playoffs back. <laughs> no, it was week 14. <laughs> it was literally the last week of the season. And he's like, guys, we should move the playoffs by a week. Like, gonna, he's like, I knew the whole time. Right I thought you guys knew the whole time too. Oh, we're gonna go to the summit and someone's gonna be like, guys, what if we um what if we do a super flex instead of what we do currently? And Big Joe's gonna stand up and be like, guys, I've been trying to get a superplex for the past <laughs> 18 years. I will and no one will superplex. listen to me. He's gonna start saying Cooper Cup is keeper eligible and shit like that. Yeah. Oh man. I'm ready for the playoffs to start. I'm ready to get this Sacco shit over with. Yeah. Um <clears throat> color best of luck this week i know this is a uh i thought it was over for you but you're still kind of in it so what's his in scenario i gotta beat larry <laughs> he just it. has to beat larry and he's in. oh that's it that's all you gotta do well, assuming because assuming that it goes to head to head after i beat well i guess yeah if, if i know it doesn't go head to head yeah if i if i mean if i beat him i'm seven and seven and uh, he's not yeah They're... he would he would be six and eight so i'd take over that six spot Oh shit! Yeah, last time I hope it's like last time it was uh, that I played Larry. I dropped 143 on him, so hoping that that trade that David gave me works out. But honestly, with uh, Amari Cooper getting thrown to by the massage therapist lover, uh, it's not looking too good. Yeah, I can't talk about him anymore. I realized that I think the jokes that I told last week resulted in all my players getting hurt. So. <laughs> Yeah, the Lamar Jackson one. I almost gave you Geno Smith um, in that trade, so that would have been that would have been real bad. The league can thank me. Sorry. Right. 
I got I got a lot of options. Who's your Who's your option at QB? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Mike White. I just want to put it on record. Who's your option at QB? Don't worry about it. Let me look this up. Jared Goff. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> y'all, Lamont. Y'all, y'all Lamont. Now. That knee. I took that shit out, boy. Yeah. Last week he scored over 20 points. He hasn't scored over 20 points in, since week four. No. Yeah, since week four. <laughs> Look at this oh. bum ass lineup. Look at no. all those questionables. Questionable, 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 questionable. He's definitely shaking. Oh, oh, what's going on with Mr. Reek? Oh, an illness. Huh. I hope it's not a degenerative disorder. <laughs> You're sick. Who You're else sick. is questionable? <laughs> Kenneth Walker, no practice Thursday. What is all right, gonna... let's not. I don't want to. I don't want to go through all. This. I want to read. I don't want to read through all this. What happened to Deontay Johnson? Oh, he missed Thursday. Man, your whole team took Thursday off. David, what's going on? Let's uh, bring bring the Skylar Gray back in. Let's let's run the outro music. Check this out.